0: Friends, subscribers of sorts, followers of the podcast. It's me, your host, M. Swizzle, but you knew that already. Welcome back to the Mario Matter episode number 30. Guys, the big 3-0. 30% to 100, that's the big milestone. We're on our way, we're moving smoothly. We are advancing like a Game Boy Advance. Guys, things are happening. Welcome to the show. If you can see the video version, you might notice... I'm wearing the exact same shirt as I am last episode. Are the are the episodes recorded in the exact same day? No, because you can't predict news. But the reason I'm wearing it again, I forgot to acknowledge it. So I went and got this shirt in New York City last November during the Pokemon and uh, Splatoon Splatfest, right? I bought this. It's like the coolest shirt. And I don't wear it enough. There's Fue Coco on the back. I don't wear it enough. So I figured I would wear it last episode and show it off. And then I forgot to. I didn't say a word about it. So here it is again. got Splatoon. Show off the slight flex of a muscle. I'm just kidding. But it says Splatoon on the left sleeve. You're right, my left. And then it has a Pokeball on the right. It's a cool shirt. I'm I'm not trying to like show it off per se, but... It's very cool, and I thought it was very festive, so I, I didn't want to talk about it. But anyway, episode 30, a lot of headlines today. Uh, two topics, I believe. Wait, I have two, right? Yeah, I have two. Yeah, today's a big, it's a, it's a big boy news day. But we do have headlines. We do have a lot of fun stuff to go through. And boy, am I excited. So, last time we talked during an intro, not reading news, We discussed my playing through of Metroid Prime Remastered on the Switch. And I'll have you know, oh boy, I didn't beat the game yet. I I, I didn't beat it yet. Uh, I believe I am very close. So I started off playing the game, I believe this must have been two weeks ago. It was right after I beat Pokemon X, so it might be, I believe it was two. About two weeks ago... (laughs) And I started playing it, and let let me be honest, guys, for me at least, the game is so confusing. I don't know, like, there's so much backtracking, so many hidden things, like, I'm finding energy tanks, so I've been following an IGN walkthrough of the game, I'm finding, like, energy tanks and things that, like, if I was not using a guide to play the game, I would have never found these things, like... You would have never found these items that they're showing you. Like, break this wall. I would have never known. You know, like, some of the things in this game are so hard to find that, like, thank gosh I'm using a walkthrough. I need it so bad. And, uh, it's not a bad game, though. It's fun. I just don't, I don't know if it's my kind of game. Guys, if you know... Anything about me? My kind of game are the games that you hate the most. For example, Chibi Robo Ziplash. For example, maybe We Party You. Honestly, you know what? We Party You isn't that bad. But for uh, just just to put it out there, I like a lot of games that people hate. Rather, Animal Crossing Amiibo Festival. I love that game mainly because I love Animal Crossing. If you're kind of like an average Animal Crossing fan, you probably wouldn't love it, but I love it a lot. Um, but yeah, I like games that people don't like, and for Metroid, I'm not sure if it's the, the right series for me. Like, I don't see a way in the world that this series becomes my favorite series. I don't see that happening. It's just confusing. There's backtracking. Now, I have only ever played Metroid Prime. I'm not even, in, I've not even beaten the game yet, so I can't really say it's good or bad or my favorite. Maybe I should play a 2D Metroid. But I'm just not a fan of all the secrets, the backtracking. Maybe just the whole game itself. Like, just, like, you know, you're shooting enemies. You know, I don't know. Maybe it's for me. Maybe it's not. If another Metroid game comes to the Switch, will I buy it? That's probably going to be a game-time decision. I'll see. Uh, Metroid Prime 4. I mean, I probably have to play 2 and 3, huh? So, I don't know. I'll see. But Metroid... I'm progressing smoothly, but otherwise, it's going. And then after Metroid Prime, guys, I'm on, like, a mission to complete my backlog of games. After Metroid Prime, I'll probably play Paper Mario Color Splash. As you know, I talk about it a lot. I have played it. I have not beat it. That's the problem. So, I'm going to work on beating the game after Metroid Prime, which... I said last podcast I should have it beat by my next week. Well, it's that week now, and I haven't beat it. So I'm hoping I can say it now, and I will have Metroid Prime Remastered beat by next Wednesday, as of you watching this podcast. I hope that's the case. We'll see if that's the case. I'm gonna try to beat it. If not, toodle do. Yeah, I keep on playing it. Who cares? But I've i checked my hours. I've put 10 hours into it. When you go to howlongtobeat.com, I believe it said it takes about 12 hours to beat the game. And I see myself taking more than two hours to, to beat it. Metroid Prime. It says 13 and a half hours. So I'm kind of on track. Uh, but I am 100%ing it, sort of. Like, I'm going ever, everywhere that I need to go. But, like... Dude, scanning everything, my gosh, I don't feel like doing all that. Scan every single thing, like, bro, I don't feel like doing that. So, I'd say on howlongtobeat.com, it gives you the, the main story takes 13 hours, main plus extra is 13 and a half. So, that's probably what I'm doing. And then for completionist, it says it takes 14 and a half. Maybe I'm gonna give myself the, the, the completionist time. So, I'll give myself 14 hours to beat the game. So that's four left. And if I take longer than that, I'm just slow. So (laughs) I'll call it that. But yeah, hopefully next podcast episode, I'll have the game beat. Otherwise, you came here for news. I'm not going to scam you. It's not clickbait. We do have news. Do you want to get to it? Yes? No? Think of an answer. I'm not going to say it for you like, yeah, let's go ahead and get to it. Do you want to get to news? I can hear you. You think it's a video, but we're like, this this is a FaceTime. Yes? Yes. Okay, okay, sick. Reading headlines, let's go. All right, reading headlines. As I said, there's a lot of these, and they're all juicy in their own right. So, our first one, Bayonetta Origins. Cereza, I have written down how to pronounce that. S-E-R-E-Z-A. It's Cereza. And The Lost Demon. That game is out. It came out, I believe, last Friday. Have fun with that. Do do your thing. I've never played a Bayonetta game in my life. Nor do I really plan on it. But that is a game. It's out. Go and play it. Rather, a, a game of great stature. We can we can put it that way. So, that game's out. Go and play it if you're interested. Next, guys. This, this one caused me trouble. This caused me so much trouble... To the point where last time I reported on this, I got it wrong. So, guys, Splatoon 3, great game. There's a Splatfest upcoming announced by... And here's the problem. It was announced by Nintendo of Europe on Twitter. So, in the tweet, it says that the Splatfest goes from April 1st, 1am, to April 3rd, 1am. Can you just... With the daylight savings thing. Okay, so America and other places just sprung forward one hour. So as of this second, the American time, Eastern time, and UK time is four hours apart. Coming up March 26th is when the UK goes forward. So right now we're four hours difference. March 26th, now we're five hours. Like it's so confusing. And so otherwise... There's a Splatfest, and I've gone ahead and translated the times. I believe it is correct. So, the Splatfest teams are which of these is real? All are said to be myths, myths, that's that's a hard word to say, myths, myths, okay, myths. So, one is Nessie, Uh, I've never heard of Nessie, the the next one are, are aliens, so like, are aliens real? And then the third one is Bigfoot. It's like, which of these is real? Which one do you believe is real? That's the team that you should pick. So those three teams. uh, Now, I have the Eastern Times, I believe. If I'm translating this correctly, the Splatfest begins on March 31st, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and it goes until April 2nd, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Because if it's 1 a.m. UK time, and they've sprung forward, that's five hours. So... That would make that 8 p.m. So, there's that. Do your splat fest thing. Enjoy. And uh, hopefully I, I have those times right. If they're not right, I'll write something in the pinned comment of this podcast. That, that, that would be on YouTube. And if it's also not right, I'll put it in the description of, of this podcast. On Spotify, on Apple. You know the deal. So, that's happening. That's going down in the Splatoon 3 world. In the community. In the, in the whole Placed right so our next headline nintendo switch online guys nintendo just just they felt very generous Ugh, generous the other day they gave us four new games for switch online four not one not not, not even two two might have been nice three no, no no four so two game boy one super nes and one nes the two game boy games that we got are Kirby's Dream Land 2 and Burger Time Deluxe. Haven't played either of them. I couldn't tell you how good they are, but if you know what they are, those are there. Go and enjoy them. Next, the Super NES game that we got is Side Pocket. Side Pocket is a game that has every letter of the title capitalized. So it's like SIDE Pocket. It's like screaming at you. I never understood games that are in all caps, but... By all means, if that's how you want to have your game be seen, who am I to judge? Next, on the NES, we got one game. That game is called, shoot, is it Xevious? I think Xevious is how you pronounce it. Also all caps, never understood that. I have not played any of those four games, but am I here to report? Yes. It's like breaking news, but I'm not educated, you know? So, four new games came to Switch Online if you have a membership that is all free. No Game Boy Advance games, just Kirby's Dream Land 2 and Burger Time Deluxe. Have fun with those and do what you will. They're available, I believe, now. So, have fun. Next. Guys, Disney's scamming you. Whoa, podcast break. Guys, sponsors are back. Can you believe it? I got a sponsor. Can you, like, can you comprehend such a thing? Our sponsor... Bringing you today's podcast is Eight Bit Do Eight Bit Do. It's one of those they make. Okay, guys, they make the best third-party Nintendo Switch controllers that also work with PC. And it's not even close. I honestly, I I'm very careful about what I promote and what I do not promote. I literally use Eight Bit doe controllers all the time. I don't actually use the official switch pro controller anymore. And that sounds like a lie for the ad. I promise you, I promise it's not. If you go to my stream the other day, I was using this eight bit do controller. It's so good. I recommend their controllers. They're on Amazon. They are such high quality. I love how, the, how all the buttons feel. They make little pad controllers, as you're seeing right now if you're watching the video version. They make full-size controllers. They make very similar Switch Pro controllers. These, these are, the, are the controllers that you need. So if you are in need of a Pro controller, maybe your Switch Pro controller is breaking, you need to get one from 8-bit dough, whether it be these simple pads for maybe a second player, a player number number two, or you get the full-size one for yourself to play some Metroid or some Mario or whatever game you want. And you can use it on PC. They're phenomenal. Go check it out. The link is in the description. I have no code for you, but they're the best. So go and check them out. Link in description of the podcast. And let's get back to talking about the juicy Nintendo topics. I'll see ya. We discussed this in a podcast, I believe, I mean, it might, it might even be like eight episodes ago. We discussed Disney Dreamlight Valley, a free-to-play Disney game, or is going to be free-to-play, rather, a Disney game that is out right now for $30. Bucks. Uh, I haven't played it because I've not fallen for the scam. It's 30 bucks. It's very similar to Animal Crossing. And this whole thing, okay, so as I said... Disney Dreamlight Valley is going to be a free-to-play game, according to, Di- to Disney. And um, right now they're charging you $30 and beyond to play the game. What they're doing is this is early access, but they don't advertise that too much. So it's early access. It's, it's kind of like if Nintendo were to have the Donkey Kong, get the next Donkey Kong game all made and ready, and then put out early access like a year in advance so then if you paid well Donkey Kong so if, if there was a do- if there was a Donkey Kong game, it would cost 60 bucks say they charged you 90 for uh, early access. That's kind of what Disney's doing. They're charging you money to play the game early little do you know because it's barely even advertised it's going to be free to play. They're scamming you. anyways, I bring this up. Because their next game that I actually might pay for because I'm pretty interested in it. Their next game, Disney Speedstorm, releasing on April 18th, is running under the same model. 30 bucks, but it's going to be free to play in due time. Like, is it even worth it to pay for early access to a game that you know is going to be free? We saw it happen with Fall Guys. People have paid for that game. Little did they know it became free. But I don't believe Fall Guys said it was going to be free. But thankfully, you get uh, rewards in the game if you bought Fall Guys before it became free. Now, I'm not going to say that Disney is all bad. Obviously, what they're doing is right and it makes sense. I just believe that the fact that the game is early access needs to be a a little bit better advertised. Now, I'm not saying it's all hidden. You don't have to go through, you know, I don't know, four brick walls to find it. But it just needs to say it very, very clearly that it is early access because I did not know that Disney Dreamlight Valley was early access until I had until I had to to dig. I don't know. So Disney Speedstorm, I'm not going to rip them off. They do give you extra content. It's kind of like if you were to buy a special edition. I believe it's called the Founders Edition, where if you buy the game for 30 bucks, you essentially get. Items in the game that you will not get if you just play it free to play. So they are giving you things for your 30 bucks. I just wish that once again, the fact that it's early access and that the game will be free to play was better advertised. But once again, they do give you content for your money. So it's not a scam, but uh, just beware. Uh, Disney's Disney Speedstorm releases April 18th, free to play some other time, maybe in like a year or so. Uh, I might actually buy it. But um, yeah, it's it's going to be free. So if you rather would want to hold off, if you if, if you'd rather hold off, uh, I don't blame you. Now the reason I bring that up is because I am interested in that game. And guys, racing games, you know, that's basically Disney's Mario Kart, right? Racing games are speeding. Put it this way, they're speeding onto Nintendo Switch because we have one more. Lego is making a racing game, right? I believe it's going to be called Lego 2K. What's it? I, I don't even have the name of it. Uh, Lego, Lego, Lego 2K Drive. That's that's what the game is called. Uh, that game is a Lego racing game. It got leaked earlier this week and is now being rolled out. Do you see? Okay, so Lego is smart. When that Mario Day Switch bundle got leaked, what... okay. What Nintendo should have done is they should have announced it right then and right there so that there is not a whole lot of time between the leak and the official announcement. Same thing if that Tears of the Kingdom Switch OLED is real, they should have announced it right then and there. But here's the thing, that LEGO game got leaked earlier this week. LEGO announced, I believe yesterday, that they're going to have a presentation and an announcement on March 23rd to, I assume, announce this LEGO racing game that got leaked. They've hinted at it in the teaser. They you know, referenced it. And I believe that the LEGO racing game will be revealed this week on Thursday, March 23rd. They're announcing it. Now, I say that they're smart because like, when your game gets leaked... You jump on it. You announce the game right then and there. If you're at a point where you're able to. Like, if you're unfinished, then yeah, you can't really announce anything. But with a game that's finished, like the Mario Day bundle was finished, you announce it right then and there. It just adds to the hype. So, LEGO is smart, right? I I don't blame them for announcing it this soon. But that'll happen quick, guys. LEGO Racing Game is most likely in the works. Look out for their announcement on Thursday, March 23rd. Next, the man, the myth, the the legend behind the entire Zelda series, A.G.L. Numa, this man, what a legend. He spoke, uh, groundbreaking news, he spoke, (laughs) but he said, there's a quote from him about Tears of the Kingdom where he mentioned it in a speech, He said, quote, in the sequel, Tears of the Kingdom. Now, hold on, pause. I believe this is a very, very rough translation from Japanese to English. So uh, it sounds a bit weird, but here's the translated quote. Quote, in the sequel, Tears of the Kingdom. Furthermore, the player's free imagination will be filled with new gameplay that will bring about changes to the game world. Once again, rough translation, but the takeaway is that He said, it'll be filled with new gameplay that will bring changes to the game world. The game world? Like, everybody in the game? Like, like, like to me? I'm part of the game world. You know, I don't know. Unless he means, like, the in-game world, like Hyrule or whatever. You know, I don't know. But we can expect some crazy gameplay from Tears of the Kingdom. We are only less than two months out. I'm excited. So, you have that. Another headline of mine that I actually... I I didn't write this down. But I just thought about it. The Mario movie. We are two weeks out. If you are in most regions, the movie releases on April 5th on a Wednesday. What is today? March 22nd on a Wednesday. So that would mean we are two weeks out. Get your tickets. For most theaters, they are on sale. If, yours are, if your theater has no Mario movie tickets on sale... I would be worried, <clears throat> I would call, I would find tickets. Don't don't make it deeper than that. I would get some tickets. So, two weeks, I'm excited. I, I've got tickets for, an, I believe, an 11.30 showtime. That was the earliest I could get. It's either 11.30 or 12. Um, something like that. So I'm going to watch the movie, then make the podcast later that day. All that kind of stuff. So, our next headline, we have two more. Is PAX East. PAX East is coming up this weekend, and Nintendo has said that they'll be present. Now, I don't think they'll be doing too much. We covered it last episode, but they are giving out Splatoon 3 and Tears of the Kingdom pin sets. So, if we zoom into this image that is on the screen, uh, and I'll describe it for the audio only listeners, there are what seems to be four Splatoon pins in this one pin set one of an inkling, two of squids, and another of an inkling. Is it an inkling? Octoling? It's one of those things. The characters, rather. Two character pins and two squids, and then for the tears of the Kingdom One, it appears to be one, one Link pin in a similar statue of what the Link amiibo looks like. So... I like the Tears of the Kingdom one. I'm not sure if you have to choose one, if you can choose two, but those will be available to you at PAX East with my Nintendo. So if you're headed there, there's one more festivity for you. And then our final headline, speaking of Zelda, is, you do remember a few podcast episodes ago, we covered that Link Amiibos might be coming back For a restock. The Amiibos from Smash Bros, Skyward Sword, Majora's Mask, Ocarina of Time, Twilight Princess. You know, there's a Link Amiibo for almost every single Zelda game. Those are all coming back to restock. And we have confirmation. So, we saw a few Amiibos of Link come back in stock over the last few days. We saw the Twilight Princess one get restocked. I believe it was at Best Buy like nowhere else, but maybe it was GameStop. We saw the Twilight Princess Amiibo and the Majora's Mask Link Amiibo come back in stock. Now, I saw them come back in stock at the most in two retailers. So I don't know if they'll come back. Like, I I believe it was GameStop and Best Buy. So I don't know if they'll come to Target, if they'll, if they'll come to Walmart, if they'll come to Amazon. I don't know. But just be on the lookout for any Link Amiibo restock. Now, if you want to know in the moment that they're restocked, I'm not the guy. I don't tweet out immediately when they come back in stock. If you would like, follow a few Twitter accounts I follow. There's one, I believe, called Amiibo Alerts, uh, Deal, Wario64. All these accounts that tweet out when there's availability of products at a certain store. You go over there, you go to the link, and you uh, and you buy, you know, whatever it is that you're interested in. Sometimes... They'll they'll tweet out that like I'm, I I I follow that Nintendo account and they they seem really cool. Uh, obviously, these accounts are run by a off of affiliate links for them to make money, which is obviously fair. Um, that one Nintendo account tweeted out like a one hundred pound barrel of like barbecue sauce. Like they tweet out random things sometimes that are you know on sale or that are on Amazon or whatever. Um, it's funny. You will have a laugh at at some points, but they they, they tweet out discounts. They tweet out discounted eShop cards to essentially save money and follow those Twitter accounts. And I would say over the next month or so, there could be a few more notifications of a Link Amiibo uh, coming back in stock. So be on the lookout, be on the lookout. I might buy, if the Skyward Sword one comes out, I might buy that one because it's my favorite Zelda game. I don't know for sure I... Might not even do that, but we'll see. We'll see. So, that's all the headlines. Thank you for listening. This is the final episode of Mario Matter. Uh, I'm signing off forever. I'm kidding! Guys, we have two topics, and we're going to answer your questions very shortly. Let's get into our first topic of the day, though. Let's do it! Oh, boy. See, guys? This is how things go downhill, all right? The Nintendo eShop... For the Wii U and the 3DS closes in five days, March 27th, 2023. Can you believe it? The consoles just came out yesterday. Yesterday, as in like 10 years ago. But guys, this is bad. This is real, real bad, right? Unless you essentially commit a crime, which I encourage nobody to do. You can't play these digital games again. Now, I'm not going to tell you, buy this game, buy that game, a game that you might not even like. I can't recommend you a game to buy before the shops close because I have never actually bought many games digitally. And if I have, they were all mainstream. Like on my 3DS, I have Donkey Kong Country Returns. I've got Miitopia. Pokemon Rumble Blast, but that's free, or, no, sorry, uh, Pokemon R- something, shoot, one of the free Pokemon games, um, uh, on the Wii U I have Yoshi's Story N64, I have the Lego Movie, and I have mainstream, you know, digital games, so I can't really tell you what to buy and what not to buy. But, what I would go ahead and do right now if you have a 3DS or a Wii U, is to download any free software that you want, because obviously you don't need money to buy those. And after the shop is gone, you can't get any free things anymore. So I would at least register it as downloaded because, okay, so let's say there's a free game on the 3DS and say it's Pokemon Pit Cross and I don't have it yet, but it's free. What I want to do is just hit purchase on it. You don't, you don't have to download anything. Just hit purchase. So then if you want to play it in five years, you can do it because you essentially already purchased it. These shops will still be open for re-downloading things. So if you have it purchased, you can always, always download it. So at least go through and just buy all the free things. Once again, you do not have to download anything, but just purchase it so you have it always. Now, aside from that, like, it's just so sad to see these shops go down. And honestly, I thought it was going to be a little while until they had shut down. Like, I, I thought if the Wii U came out, if it came out in 2012, I guess 11 years strong does make a whole lot of sense. But I just, I guess I wasn't ready for this. I really wasn't ready for them to close in 2023. And yeah, we had a whole year warning. I just that's my favorite Nintendo era. And I guess when the online servers shut down, that's when the the actual cap goes on that era and the door closes. But this is like the step before that. And it's just like terrible to see. It's just terrible. Now, I do want to say this. If somebody knows the exact time that the shop closes, whether it be 12 a.m. Eastern time, 12 a.m. Pacific time, you know, whatever time, please Instagram, DM me, discord, DM me, let me know, comment down below something that tells me what time it closes. I may or may not have a video planned and you, if you give me a credible answer with a source, uh, I will credit you in the video. Uh, if I even make the video, if I even make it, I want to, I can't say the, the the video idea, but you probably know what it you probably can figure it out. Um, I want to know what the exact time it closes because, quote, beginning on March 27th, 2023, it'll no longer be possible to make purchases in the Nintendo eShop for the Wii U system and the 3DS family of systems. It's just a sad day. I thought this segment could kind of be like a a little tribute to the eShop because that's the last shop that has good music or really any music. We all know that the Switch eShop Has no music, but the Wii U and 3DS eShop music's absolute gold. I just, I really want to encourage you as your final warning before these shops close, just to go on your 3DS and we can even do it right now. Let's go on the 2DS. Actually, no, because I think it like makes me enter a password. Let's go on my other 2DS's eShop and we can just like, we can just enjoy the music for a little bit, I just like, it's like, this is the last episode before the eShop closes. And I just like, I really want to give it a proper goodbye on this podcast because we're going to miss it incredibly. This is like the last time I'm ever going to use it. And so I've already gone through and downloaded everything that I needed to download, uh, which would mean all the free things, all the games that, I guess I would want, which was not really anything, but, uh, like just the fact that it even had music. I mean, listen, ha- have a listen. It's just the best. So I have four cents here and you can even see, like, there's a gray banner that says like, it's, it's, you know, no longer possible to add funds using a, an account. You can still add funds using off device, you know, whatever. But on the eShop, you still have Kirby's Epic Yarn, Extra Epic Yarn, uh, Mario and Luigi Bowser's Inside. You know, games that came out after the Switch came out. Uh, but yeah, I just recommend you to go here, go to like games on sale. Or, you know, what I had recommended people do is buy the games that are the most expensive physically. So, thank you for calling Super Mario Brothers. It's a this liquid and iv is so good he's liquid iv is good drink li- hello cameras on cameras rolling guys i'm here to tell you about our sponsor liquid iv guys if you're not drinking liquid iv i'm sorry to say you've been missing out this entire time like your existence on earth you like the whole time you've been missing out Liquid IV is great. You ever just come home after it worked? Oh, man, dehydrated. Dehi- I need some water. Dehydrate. My boss didn't let me get any water. You know, school water fountains are broken, guys. Li- liquid IV is a great hydrator. It's going to hydrate you. It's going to get you going. I promise you, this is the no, this is no lie. I don't ever lie about, about ads and stuff because I don't ever want to do that. I just went and drank strawberry liquid IV, might be the best thing I've ever had in my life. Guys, Liquid IV is bringing you your electrolytes. Three times the electrolytes of sports drinks. There, There's one stat that'll make you go and buy some Liquid IV. So many flavors has your vitamins, your B3, your B5, your B6, your B12... The last time I heard those those numbers was when I was playing bingo, but vitamin C as well, you know, non-GMO, all this great stuff, no artificial ingredients. How great does Liquid IV sound? It's very simple. You've got a packet, a packet. Say you, say it's a strawberry Liquid IV packet. You, you pour it into your water. You mix it around. Bam, you're getting all these great benefits. Guys, there's nothing to hate about Liquid IV. It's, it's like the best thing ever, you know? So... It's a thing. It's great. You need to try it. Use code M Swizzle at checkout. That'll get you 20% off of your Liquid IV order. That is code MSWIZZLE, E-M-S-W-I-Z-Z-L-E for 20% off your Liquid IV order. Now, back to the great podcast. For example, that's, that's going to be your Pokemon Suns, your Pokemon Xs. They are not expensive right now. Oh, sorry, right now. Maybe a bit more than they should be. But if you know Pokemon, you know that all Pokemon game prices go up. They, they all go up. We see it with Pokemon Emerald, Crystal, you know, whatever. Name one, you know. They all go up in price. And these are going to be the exact same thing, I'm sure. Whether it goes up to 300, to, to 300 bucks, whether it goes up to $100, buy... Whatever Pokemon game, even like, I believe that the Pokemon Red and Blue uh, virtual console is on the 3DS eShop, go and buy those, because the actual copies of those games are going to be, what's it, I would say, they're like 50 bucks, right? So, buy them on here, before the eShop closes, although... My thing is, after the eShop closes, and and you can no longer buy Pokemon Red and Blue digitally, um, will they come over to to the Switch Online Game Boy app? I don't know. Maybe it will, maybe it won't. But that's fun. Go and get those if you really want them. We also have Silver Falls Gaiden Deathly Delusion Destroyers. You might wonder, why the heck am I discussing this game? Well, the other day... It's, this this video is not out yet, but it should be like... Maybe, I might even put it out today. Um, There's a I made a video on the last game released for each Nintendo console. And the reason why I didn't post that part two right after the first part is because I, I, the 3DS is featured in that video. And I wanted to do the, the 3DS one as close to the closure of the eShop as possible. This game, Silver Falls Gaiden Deathly Delusion Destroyers, is the what seems to be, I would hope, five days out, I would hope, the last game on the 3DS eShop. So, get this game if you want. It's the last one. You play it vertically, so so you hold it like, you know, just how you're not supposed to hold a 3DS vertically, and you play. It's not bad. It doesn't seem bad. I can't say it's not, it's not bad. I haven't played it. But, anyways, this whole segment tribute to the 3DS eShop. I would say the Wii U one, but I can't really explore that on the podcast because it's a, it's a console, I have to turn it on, it's over there, hard to explain. Uh, I can't really like sh- capture it and show everything. But pff, I mean, you know, tribute to the eShop, I believe that you can even watch like Nintendo Minute videos on the eShop just like just because they're still there and they, uh, Nintendo doesn't care enough to remove those. So, you know, I believe that you can still watch them on the eShop. It's just, I don't know, I just wasn't ready. I just really wasn't ready for these shops to close. And, and as you can see, uh, I'm gonna turn on the audio. You can hear, you you can watch Kit and Krista, Nintendo Minute. Welcome back to Nintendo Minute. So today we are doing a fun little exercise after this dude after that's gone you can really no longer watch nintendo minute like guys things are the the, there comes a sad day with every console like can you can you imagine the day honestly i don't think anybody will be upset when the switch eshop closes simply because there's no music it's boring it's laggy there's nothing to do other other than buy games, which is how it should be. But like for example, the 3DS eShop, you, you you can watch Nintendo Minute. There's music, these kinds of things. I don't think anybody will have a complaint when the Switch eShop closes. Um, but yeah, it's just I don't know. It's it's sad. And yeah, I mean, as you as as I've restated a few times, this segment is just a tribute to those shops. Uh, you may have been sitting here wondering, like, okay, uh, you, oh, sorry, you may have been sitting here wondering what I'm even talking about. What's the point? This is a tribute to those shops. I'm just, I don't know. I'm upset. I'm so upset, man. Why so soon? Oh, only 11 years later, you know? Anyways, I won't make this longer than it needs to be. This is the final episode before those the shops close. RIP. Thank you for 11 years of fun scrolling on the eShop. <sighs> Listening to the, to the games download. You know, watching me downloading Donkey Kong Country Returns before I went to Disney World. Watching it download. My dad bought it for me. Guys, come on. This is so great. That was like 2014, by the way. Such such good days, man. You know, we can move on to the actual news. I just uh, no, it's gone. Alright, guys, I'll stop. Guys, we have news, not news, rumor, and discussion on the next Donkey Kong game. It's it, it's a big one. Let's talk about it. All right, yeah, I mean, that, that was like the first time that I really thought about the shops actually closing. Like it's five days out. They're actually, you know, it just really set in. But we aren't talking about that anymore. We're not, we're not discussing that no more. Guys, do you remember When we would always discuss the next Donkey Kong game. When will the next Donkey Kong game come out? Will it be 2D? Will it be 3D? What the heck is it going to be? Like, I could spin in my chair five times and I still wouldn't know the answer. Well, guys, you have to take the first part of this segment with not a grain of salt, maybe like a scoop. uh, A grain of salt, as there is a rumor from God knows who. Um, <laughs> um, no, no, no. But you have to take it with a grain of salt. We have a rumor. And then the reason why it's even a segment, as it is a rumor, is because I want to discuss it. Uh, It's more than what you think, though. And it sounds convincing. Like, it sounds real, right? So, on a forum, there is a user named Professor Chops. And they have wrote this. Now, what I'm about to read to you is they're rumor of what is going on with the Donkey Kong game they seem to know something about what was happening with it it has made the rounds on Nintendo news sites that's how I found out that's how I found out about this and I think it's interesting if true which it very well very well could because there's no reason for a Donkey Kong game to take this long if true it's big so without, without further ado Let's read this. The reason Donkey Kong has been on hiatus for so long isn't because Nintendo doesn't know what to do with DK. On the contrary, DK's big comeback game has been in development since at least 2016. Vicarious Visions, the developers of the Crash Bandicoot and Sane Trilogy, were working on an open-world 3D Donkey Kong game following the release of Skylander superchargers which lines up correctly Miyamoto was contributing design ideas and loved what he saw but for various reasons the project was shelved and development shifted over to EPD Tokyo which is that just means it's being made by Nintendo EPD is their little development part of of the company and it just means, Nintendo is making the game. So it shifted over in 2018, sometime after the after the release of Super Mario Odyssey. Now, this is where the confusion stems from. Everybody assumes that this new Donkey Kong game is going to be a 2D platformer, and it very well could be, due to job listings and because they refuse to entertain the thought of Nintendo investing the resources into an ambitious DK game when they could just make a new 3D Mario instead. However, The game that was in development prior to the shift was most definitely not 2D. Other than a few minor details, such as Pauline being a playable character, which is nuts. This is all I know about about the canceled DK project. Now, here is this form person. Here's their insight on this. Here's their speculation. I'm going to read this part because they have a decent, you know, speculation on this. Put it it that way. We can't make it more complicated than it already is. This is speculation on my part, but I think the real reason why we haven't seen this new game yet is because Nintendo is going to surprise the world by announcing the first 3D Donkey Kong game since 1999. I believe it's going to be a launch title for their next system and serve as the big ape's breath of the wild moment. Essentially, the big bang game that comes out with the next console. A complete rethinking of the franchise and its conventions. Behind the scenes, Miyamoto has been championing for a major DK brand revitalization, hence the theme park expansion and rumored spinoff film. As If you didn't know, there is a rumored Donkey Kong expansion to Super Nintendo World in the works, so there's that. Quote, he wants DK to be an A-tier franchise again, and he was reportedly behind the push to bring the franchise, quote unquote, home and develop it internally. Now you're free to disregard my post as wishful thinking and accuse me of peddling, quote unquote, fake news or whatever, but this canceled DK game has been common knowledge in certain circles for years. I'm not revealing anything new other than questioning why they would cancel an ambitious 3D game that after, that was sorry, that everybody at EPD loves, including Miyamoto himself and make a 2D platformer instead. However, no matter what genre the new ga- th- this new game is, I am confident that Nintendo has DK's best interests at heart, and it won't be much longer before we hear about it. So essentially, if you have no clue what I just read, essentially, the next Donkey Kong game was being made by Vicarious Visions, essentially Activision. And they were making it, Miyamoto liked what he was seeing, he thought it was great, And then, at some point, it switched over to Nintendo making the the DK game, and it was said to be a 3D game that was being made at Activision before it was switched. As this form uh, writer, Professor Chomps mentioned, Vicarious Visions, the developers of the Crash Bandicoot and Sane Trilogy game, that game is 3D. And so they would be probably making a 3D Donkey Kong game. And as you know, Vicarious Visions makes a lot of 3D games, you know. So you have that. And so now that it's in Nintendo's hands, we could still see a 3D game, but it's probably going to be a 2D platformer. As you know, Donkey (laughs) Donkey Kong games to be. I can't talk today, right? So as you know, Donkey Kong games 2D, I have no problem with that. I might not even want a 3D Donkey Kong game. I don't know. I I probably wouldn't want it. But the reason why I read the rumors, because if true, it's news. It's, It's pretty big news, if true. If it's not true, it's a rumor. Once again, take it with a grain of salt. But it does certainly line up because, guys, we have never really seen a Donkey Kong game take this long to come out. So, if one game got cancelled or shifted over, that could cause a big bump in the road. And that's why we've not seen a brand new game, brand new one, since 2014. That's why. Almost 10 years. So, that's... That could be a very good reason. But, we don't know if that's true. Now, the reason why this is a whole segment is because I want to discuss what needs to be in the next Donkey Kong game after so long. So... First, the biggest the biggest thing, 3D or 2D. My answer is both. Can you combine them? Can, can can you make a hybrid? If I have to choose one, I'd probably vote for a 2D Donkey Kong. But I don't know. I say 2D. Just make it the traditional Donkey Kong experience. Maybe a little bit longer than the than, than the last one. Maybe have like eight worlds this time. A bit longer original experience you can that you can innovate you can make some big changes but i do want it to still feel like a donkey kong game cuz if it was an open world game like vicarious visions was said to be developing i don't know if that would be nice i don't i don't know if i would want that an open world one like i don't know i just don't know not open world so 2d still feels like donkey kong just add some innovation, make it a little bit longer. After all this time, and it's going to be really, really hype. Now, do I think it'll come out on the next console? I really don't. If the Switch goes on to last for a few years, as Nintendo wants it to, say that's maybe twi- say it, say it's maybe uh, twenty twenty five. Say it goes until then. That's two years, potentially even longer than that, two, three years of no more Donkey Kong game, two, three years added to the nine years that we've not seen a brand new Donkey Kong game. So that makes it about 12 if it goes all three years. That makes it 12 years if it goes to 2026. No Donkey Kong game. Then then we got to wait for the next console to come out. That could be 2027. Basically saying, if... The Donkey Kong game is the next launch title for the next console. It's going to be 13 year, a big 13 year gap since two brand new Donkey Kong games were made. And I just don't think that's going to be the case. I think it'll come out. Honestly, can I be very honest? I think it gets revealed this year. I think it does. I think, I think it gets revealed in September and released next summer. That's my prediction. It's been far too long. And if the game got shifted over to Nintendo in 2018, that's already five years. Zelda Breath of the Wild almost did did not take six years to make. Almost. It did, unfortunately. It took quite some time. But I don't imagine developing a Donkey Kong game will take as long as a Zelda game. I think that they have to be like wrapping up almost. So I think that it gets announced this year and that comes out next summer because it couldn't come out. Like we've seen some games, for example, Switch Sports get announced in February and come out that April. I think a big deal, Donkey Kong game needs a bit more promotion. <coughs> Sorry. kind of like how tears of the kingdom got its release date last September. That gives you months on months. That's eight months, I believe for a promotion and they're using it. Well, I think a game as big as donkey Kong needs a whole lot of promotion. So I could see it being announced to this September, maybe as like the big bang announcement. And, uh, yeah, it'll go from there, I think. I think it'll go from there. Now, if not announced this year, I'm going to keep on predicting, like, next Direct, next Direct, next Direct. I think it's going to be soon. If there's, a, if there's a Direct this June, it could even be then. I just don't see Donkey Kong as, like, a early 2024 title. I see it as, like, a mid-2024 game, like the game of the summer. I don't know. That's what I think. But let me know what you think about the future of the Donkey Kong series. What do you think? What's your prediction, 3D or 2D? And what year will it be released? Let me know. With that, that concludes our Donkey Kong segment. The next Donkey Kong game cannot come soon enough. Like I remember back in 2021, I was predicting that be like, okay. It's going to be in the next direct, in the next one, in the next one. And it never was. And it still isn't. It's, uh, we still have no Donkey Kong We don't know. We still have no game. I don't know, man. It's like rough. It's so... Ugh, I just want the game as soon as possible. But we'll have to see. We got to see what the plans are. But we will get it eventually. That is confirmed. One day in time, we'll get it. Otherwise, let's move on to your favorite segment. The best segment. The one that you've been waiting for answering your questions. Let's do it. Alrighty guys, it's time. Your favorite time. We're answering the questions that you have for me. Now, if you want to ask me a question, there is a discord server that I have. It is running. We're on our way to 500 members. If you want to help out, the link is in the description of the podcast, of the YouTube, of the iTunes of uh, the Spotify, you know, right? It's there. So, you join the Discord server, you make a you make an account if you don't have one already, and you can go to the channel that is labeled Ask M Swizzle, you put whatever question you want in that channel and you ask away. You start asking, you know, what's your favorite color? What's your favorite game? This kinds of stuff, right? So, we have a lot today. We have a lot. So, I'm not going to spend too much time on any one question. Do you know like when you take those those exams in school and like they're they're reading you the uh, the uh, rules and they're like do not spend too much time on any one question. Hit the blue next button when you when you have confirmed your answer. Like like you know, I'm not going to spend too much time on too much time on on any one question. So, we have a lot. Let's get to it. Our first one dates back to March 14th, one that I missed last episode because it was written after I recorded from axolotl king top 10 nin, ugh, nintendo consoles i i always stutter on the n in nintendo i never i i never understood it top 10 nintendo consoles that might be a video already i don't know top 10 how many even are there top 10 okay all nintendo consoles i'm going to include handhelds list of systems all right here we go top 10 do I have to put them in... Okay, okay. I'll, I'll I'll put them in order. I'll put them in order just for you, Axolotl. So my favorite, let's go from one to ten. One is the Wii U. Two is the 3DS. Three is the Wii. Four is the... Is the GameCube. Five is the DS 6 is the switch no put the switch above above the DS 7 is the Game Boy Advance 8 is the SNES Did I already say the Wii? If I didn't already say the Wii then I Just didn't count it because of the Wii U. Um, Eight would be the just standard NES. Nine would be the Game Boy. I think that's just because, you know, the Game Boy is great, but I never like grew up with it. Not that I've grown up with an NES, but I played more of that because of the Switch Online free games. So there's that. And then did I cover them all? Game Boy, DS, 3DS, Switch. Um, Game Boy Color. I mean, that that doesn't really count, though. Game Boy Advance, Game Boy... I think I got them all. Apart from... What? SNES? And then NES? I was at 9 with NES, right? Oh gosh, I'm sorry. But you you kind of got the idea, right? You kind of understand where it all stands. I'm kind of lost. I'm lost. But you, you get the idea, right? Hopefully that was good enough. Sorry, I, I got lost towards the end. But, you know, there's that. Next. Icy Tiger 535 asks, what is your favorite Wii and Wii U game? So, favorite Wii U game. I feel like I've answered this a few times, and I feel like it always changes based on what my my favorite game is, you know, like right then and now, right here. My favorite Wii U game right now is Mario and Sonic at the Rio 2016 Olympic Games. I believe last time I was asked, favorite Wii U game, that was my answer, still is. That's the favorite Wii U game. Favorite Wii game? is We Wish You a Merry Christmas, which is a shovelware game. But if you're asking me a mainstream game, probably Mario Party 8. There's that. Next, CS asks, asks what is the most underrated Switch game you have and the most overrated one that, that, that you have? The most underrated, I think, must be Lil' Gator game, That's a game that is so peaceful, has a great graphic style, has so much good qualities to it. Text, peaceful sound effects, all these kinds of things. And it gets like no spotlight. Lil' Gator game is so great. Most overrated? I don't know. Can we have a look at at my Switch library? Let's have a look. So, we go on here, we go into the Switch library of sorts... We scroll down to all software. We're looking, we're looking, we're looking, we're looking. Um, I don't know. I feel like a lot of these games are not, are not overrated. They're just kind of where they should be. If I had to give you an answer, I think Kirby's Dream Buffet gets a bit too much credit. I think, I think Kirby's Dream Buffet is the answer. That game gets too much credit for how little that has enter- entertained me. So, Kirby's Dream Buffet, overrated. Lil' Gator Game, underrated. Next, Turtle asks, What will you do on the channel when the new Animal Crossing game comes out on the Switch? I assume that has to do with, like, I used to be an Animal Crossing New Horizons YouTuber. I assume that has to do with that. Um, I... Probably nothing. I might make like a short or two, maybe, maybe a short on it. Maybe, I don't I don't know. When the next game for Animal Crossing comes out, because obviously it is my favorite series. My fa- I love Animal Crossing. I won't go back to being an, an Animal Crossing YouTuber, of course. Sorry, I'm stuttering. I won't go back to being an Animal Crossing YouTuber, but I probably, as I said, will make a short and then just kind of play it in my own time. Maybe I can talk about it on a podcast. I can talk about it on a stream with you guys. We can even maybe do an island tour on my stream while we're waiting for like a direct or something. But I don't plan on making any Animal Crossing content when the next game comes out. I'll just be playing it in the dark. Um, And yeah, which which is honestly going to be fun because I used to do Animal Crossing streams and I felt like I had to be entertaining. I, I, I had to do this, that, and do things that I didn't want to do on my island. Now, if I'm playing it in the dark, it's it's my game. I can do whatever I want. It, does, it doesn't matter. So that'll be fun. And uh, I'm excited for it. Whenever that comes out, I'm ready. Next, Frog 4 asks, what is the hardest achievement you have beaten in a video game? The hardest achievement... So Switch has no achievements, obviously. Wii U, no... It's So it comes down to Xbox or PS4. Um, I remember on Xbox, when I would play Just Dance, I would always unlock these achievements that gave you like a diamond on it, meaning it's rare, and it says like, you know, 1.74% of people uh, unlocked this. I don't remember what they were. I don't remember any achievements that I've ever unlocked, really. So my answer to you, Swing Frog, you know, I don't remember very many, but there were some playing... Just Dance 2020 that I unlocked that said that, that that were said to be rare. I don't don't recall what they were. Uh, you know what? Just just for you, Swaying Frog, Xbox app. Let's see what they were. Just for you, only for you. So we go to my profile. Uh, oh, I have to sign in. Okay, maybe maybe not. Okay, that's gonna take some time. Okay, let's see if I can do do it real quick. Sorry. I don't want to like take 27 years. I just, because now I'm curious, like I'm not doing it. I mean, maybe it is just for you. If I can even, do I even know my password? I think it's, I think it's, yeah, I can't, I don't even know my, oh, hold on. Use, use my app. Okay. Hold on guys. It's happening. We're going to find what achievement I unlocked on just dance 2020. Let's see. So my profile is loading. Uh, It's still loading. I will not give out my gamer tag or whatever, just because I don't want to be added. Here we go. Achievements. Uh, Actually, I wonder if I've gotten any from UFC 4. I play UFC 4 a lot. Um, It's not telling me what what are rare achievements, but the ones that we're trying to find here. Just Dance 2020. We click here. So I have a few. I have these ones, A Long Road Ahead, ka I've got quite a few. Oh, it says the M. I'm going to find a way to turn off friend, re- friend requests before the, this podcast goes out because um, I, I just showed my game attack by accident. I'll find a way. <laughs> uh, but I guess I can't really find what's a rare one. Like, it's not, not telling me... Oh, there. 56% unlocked that. Okay, I don't know. But... Just Dance has some pretty rare ones that I was able to achieve. Next, Shapito asks, what is your favorite controller for Xbox, for Xbox PlayStation, you know, whatever? And how much do you enjoy doing Mario Matter? So my favorite controller is these 8 bit Do ones that were sponsored earlier in the video. No, it's not my favorite. I do love these controllers though, but it's, it's not this. It's actually the Wii U gamepad. I would go get it. It's right in that little shelf you can see on the video video version of the podcast, it's like right under there, but it's it's a black game pad, so you can't see it. It's right in there, though. Uh, I would I would get it, but it's really far, and I don't want to have silence for too long, so it's far over there. But I do love the game pad. It looks just like a Switch, honestly, but a bit bulkier. And the two control sticks are at the top. Why why is my Switch so dirty? Why is it so dirty? I don't know. Um, but the two control sticks are on the top, which I really enjoy, and I just love how it feels durable it feels secure not the switch the switch is so thin which is which is nice but it feels fragile which it actually really is so I love the gamepad and the gamepad loves me hi this is me after the podcast for our audio only listeners no it is not an ad but I forgot to answer the parts where they asked how much do I enjoy the Mario matter I enjoy it too much I enjoy it a lot no but seriously I love Every single Tuesday, I mean, it would be Wednesday, but I've recorded the podcast on Tuesday. Today is Tuesday. As of me recording and speaking to you, I look forward to every Tuesday. It's always great. And I love just being able to discuss what I love the most, which is Nintendo, to simply put it. I love that. And thank you for your question. Sorry, I forgot to answer it. Back to the normal questions. Next, Big Boss asks, best and worst Mario game? I I always have to Google Mario games because like, you know, if if I was being interviewed, I could probably answer, but I don't want to forget one on the podcast where I have like time to actually think, you know? So we have Odyssey, Olympic games. These are all Mario games that, that it's showing me. The best one, my favorite one is going to be not counting Mario and Sonic at the Rio Olympics. My answer to you is going to be. I think it's going to be, honestly, Super Mario 3D World. I had such great memories playing that on the Wii U. I got it in 2013, I think, for Christmas. I think that's right. And I just had so much fun with it. Great game. <laughs> All right. Now, the worst one. Whew, okay. um, The worst Mario game. That's so hard. I mean... Can we count Mario Tennis? I mean, it's kind of hard to count Mario Tennis without counting Mario and Sonic. Well, no, because Mario and Sonic is is like a hybrid of a series. Mario Tennis Ultra Smash. That's the answer. Once again, I think I said that for an answer last episode, but I don't mean to hop on the bandwagon of disliking that game, but it just genuinely is not great. Like there's not much to do. It's way worse than the previous Mario Tennis games, and even worse than Mario Tennis Aces. Um, yeah, it's it's just no good. There's that. Next, uh, Isaac De Stunts asks, "What is the best Pokemon game for each console? For each console, that's going to be a a, a, a while to answer. Can I just answer the my favorite Pokemon games? I can't go through each console. Uh, my favorite one for the 3DS, I can tell you, is Pokemon X." Favorite favorite for the Switch is Pokemon Sword, actually. Uh, sorry, I've not beaten Pokemon Violet, so I can't really, like, I can't say it for sure. Pokemon Sword is, Sword is my favorite for the Switch. Uh, I've not played the DS. Well, I have, but not fully. For Game Boy Advance, I love Leaf Green, although I think that's one of the only ones that you can play. Leaf Green, Pokemon X, Pokemon Violet. I can't go through each console, but... Those are my three favorites. Hopefully, that's that's great enough. Next, Flame Asteroid Queen 4570 asks, what is the best or rare or shiny Pokemon to obtain in Pokemon Scar- Scarlet and Violet? Now, I've not even gotten a shiny Pokemon, so I'd have to Google that for you. Best shiny Pokemon in Pokemon Violet. Uh... I can't pronounce half of them. Quaxley is on there. I don't know. Sorry, I would love to answer this. I I just I don't know the answer for it. You know, I don't know. Quaxley, find Quaxley and then come and report back. I'm I'm sorry, I can't answer the question. I have no clue. But Quaxley is a good one, according to GameRant.com. Um, cloth. Um, I can't pronounce half of them though. Glimora. You know, there's there's a few good shinies, but those are what the uh guides are guides are telling me, so check those out. Next, Mr. Sharky asks, why is your logo for the Mario Matter, you holding a PS4 controller? Wouldn't something like a GameCube or Pro Controller make more sense? Do we even own a Sony console? So I thought I might get this question eventually. So the reason why I appear to be holding a PS4 controller in the intro in the channel banner for my channel, if you look closely, so I wanted this to be a hybrid of the controllers that I use, Xbox, Switch, and PlayStation. So if you look closely, here's the Switch controller that I use for my Switch. It's got the two sticks here, D-pad, and buttons. So that is represented by the two sticks where you know down next to each other at the bottom of the logo. So that is why the controller has the two sticks in the in the layout of a PS4 controller. For the PS4 element of it, you see the red light on the top which re- which kind of is it's it's a half Xbox, half Switch, half PS4. The top light, the red light is for the PS4 part of it. The colorful buttons represent the Xbox part of it as as you can see on this Xbox controller, the buttons are colorful. That shows the Xbox element. It's half of every controller. So that's, that's why it looks like a PS4 controller. I guess because the stick placement makes it seem like PS4, but it's not. Now, uh, do you even own a Sony console? I do. I own a PS4, PS Vita, and the PlayStation Classic, the one that has like the, the 30 games loaded into it. I have those three. So next Cat in sync, but in Spanish asks, have you always loved animal crossing ever since I laid a finger on the game? I have loved animal crossing. My first game was animal crossing new leaf for the 3ds, which is now my favorite, favorite game of all time. Uh, I love that game. I just always loved how simple it was and that there wasn't a goal. Like there wasn't a constant goal and you can't like truly beat the game. Like I, I guess to beat it. It means like get every item, but like truly like there's no beat in the game. It's a game that you can always check into peaceful. It's just such the whole concept when I found when I like discovered it was just the best thing ever. So played new leaf, thought it was great. Then was obviously waiting for the next animal crossing game. I found about, I found out about new leaf before the two spinoffs. I bought a happy home designer. I bought Amiibo festival I then bought New Horizons as, as I was so excited for, it, so excited. And then, uh, I went and replay actually before New Horizons came out, I went and replayed the GameCube one. I went and replayed the city folk for the Wii. You know, I never actually got around to playing the DS one wild world until a little bit after New Horizons came out a little bit after, but then I played it and what do you know? fun jolly times other than that i've always loved it and i think i always will i always will next gd columbia asks what is your least favorite nintendo franchise let's have a look i think i know what it is though i actually know because i've never played that one that i was gonna say so i can't really call that my least favorite so out of the franchises that i've played my least favorite i'm looking at a whole list right now because i'm I'm gonna forget some um it's it's so hard to say i think man ah man i don't know i've not played fire emblem can i just say that as an excuse i have no clue you know i don't know what to say um, can I say Fire Emblem? Because that could be like an easy way out. I've never played it though. So that's kind of like, it doesn't really count. Can I say Nintendo Labo? That's my answer. Nintendo Labo, because it's great when you're building it and it's cool for the first five minutes until you have cardboard sitting in your closet and it'll never be used again. My answer to you is Nintendo Labo. That's the answer. Next, all that Nintendo fan asks, do you have a dream Nintendo console concept? So for the next console, I, I, I do, I do. What I would want here, so here's the Switch. Imagine a Switch with bulkier Joy-Cons, similar to these Binbok Joy-Cons. These Joy-Cons, if you're watching the video only, or the video podcast, uh, if you're if you're not, it's just bulkier Joy-Cons that fit better in your hands. These ones fit really good in my hands. Bulky Joy-Cons, two screens, uh, or at least 3DS and DS compatible. And that's really it. If it's going to be a Switch Deluxe or, or a Switch Pro, that's what I want. Now, if it's going to be totally different, like a PS5 or an Xbox... I don't care what it looks like. I don't care what it's called. Just power, power, and great third-party support. Great third-party. I don't leave it. I don't want it to be portable, because then you might be taking power away from the console. I want it. I want it to be as strong as a PS Five or an Xbox Series, and handle all the games at maybe even four K. Uh, you know, I want it. To, I want it to be so powerful. Those are two concepts that I have. I don't care what the second one looks like, though. Next, Cactus Lord Gaming asks, What is your ranking for the Animal Crossing games from worst to best? So, okay, you know what? I don't have to Google all Animal Crossing games for this because I'm such a big fan. I know all of them. All right, so excluding the Japanese exclusive one for the GameCube, from worst to best. We have Animal Crossing Wild World simply because it has no holidays, which, is, which, which ruins the game. Wild World, including the spin-offs, including spin-offs, Wild World, Amiibo festival, GameCube. So Animal Crossing, Animal Crossing City Folk. Um, Animal Crossing, Happy home designer. Animal Crossing New Horizons, and then Animal Crossing New Leaf. That's the order. New Leaf is the best and always will be. Wild World is okay, but the graphics are poor because it's on on the DS and it has no holidays, which is very, very upsetting. Next, Icy Tiger asks, what is your favorite GameCube game? That would be Animal Crossing for the GameCube. That game, even though it's, I believe I put it third, third worst, it's still a very good game. It's just like, it just can't beat the other games that were ahead of it. I love Animal Crossing GameCube. Second place would be Luigi's Mansion. Next, Shapito asks, Top three Nintendo console games, consoles, games, and characters. Also, what are your goals as a YouTuber? So, top three consoles games, top three consoles from best to worst, or from worst to best, put it that way. ah, uh, ah. Uh, well, hold on. We, we we already said this. It was we use the best 3DS, and then did I say we? I might have said we. Wii U, 3DS, then we. Top three games: Animal Crossing New Leaf, Legend of Zelda: Skyward Sword, and then the third one would be. I mean, it might even be like Luigi's Mansion. Well, no, because I can't put the Animal Crossing GameCube above the. I, I don't know. The third best game of all time for me. Yeah, it could be Mario Bros. 3D World. I've never like really established that, but I think it's probably going to be Super Mario 3D World. That's probably it. And then top three characters. Toadsworth. Captain... Just Toad, rather. <laughs> I have two Toads. And then... I'm going to forget somebody. Uh, So, Toadsworth. Specifically, Captain Toad. And then... Oh, and then Little Mac. I love Little Mac because I love to watch fights. He's a boxer. I love him. Next, uh, you also ask... What are your goals as a YouTuber? Goals, goals. So my longest time, for the longest time, my goal was 100K. Knocked that out of the park, thanks to you guys. The next one, I like to have goal by goal. Like my next goal is 200K. We're almost there. Um, beyond that, like my big goals, Um, the next like realistic one is 1 million. We're definitely gonna hit that uh, in due time, 1 million subscribers doing this full time. And I don't know. I think probably just being seen. Yeah. Probably just being seen as the guy that never gave up. Like the guy that never quit. Like I've been posting three shorts for almost a year straight every single day. And that's like, I'm not trying to like pat myself on the back, but it's like, I want to be kind of known and, I, and I'm working for it to be known as the guy that just kept on posting. And, and it makes you think like, how did he, how did, how, how does he do that? Cause it takes hours every day to make those shorts. And I just want to, I want to be known as the guy. But everyone was like, how did he do that? Like he kept, he posted every single day, three times, four, some, four today. Like, you know, I don't know. Uh, and just kept on working, kept on pushing. Those those are my three goals. There we go. Next, Ashton asks, would you rather have a Super Mario Odyssey 2 or a Super Mario Galaxy 3? My answer to that is a Mario Odyssey 2. I think that the, the Galaxy games are great. But I think a 3, it's kind of like a, little, a bit late to, to do that. So I say Mario Odyssey 2. And the, and with that next game, which game ideas would, would you think wait, would you think be the hardest to come up with? For example, in Mario Odyssey 2, if Cappy returns, do you think it would be a, d- a different story? Or will we get a true 2 player and have Nintendo fix everything that was wrong in Odyssey 1? Or... In Mario Galaxy 3? Do you think it would be the same mechanics with a different story? Will it be more user-friendly and fix the main problems that, 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 that the first two games struggled with and, a, and design a new way to play? Um, Which game ideas would be the hardest to come up with? I think, as you put it, I think if Cappy returns, that's kind of like a... I think that... We would get a two player experience. I feel like that's one of the bigger, not complaints about Mario Odyssey, because, you know, most people know that it's a one player game. But I think bringing the two player experience to Odyssey would change it up a lot. I think yeah, game ideas would be the hardest to, to come up with. I think just the whole two player mode. If there was a two-player mode in Mario Odyssey 2, I think that about does it. Like let me hold on. Mar like if that game had two players, it would just I think it would break the game. I think I think it'd break it. I don't know. I don't know. I think that would do it. And that would also be quite hard to come up with. Like, how do you even make two players? I don't know. I think that would change things, though. Sorry if that's kind of not a great answer. I tried, but um, I didn't get it fully. Next, TJ asks, favorite singer and favorite song? Least favorite, too. And least favorite artist slash singer and why? Favorite singer, uh, I'll call it favorite artist because I don't really listen to singers. My favorite artist is Juice World. And listening to him since 2018, I heard, um, I think it was, I think I first heard Lucid Dreams, like, like everybody. And then I think I then heard All Girls Are the Same and then listened to the rest of the album. Great stuff. Uh, so favorite singer, favorite song by Juice World is my all time favorite is called Empty. And my favorite one right now is unreleased, I listen to unreleased Juice World music, uh, if you search it up on YouTube, it's called Under Her Skin, that's my favorite one right now, um, least favorite too, least favorite artist slash singer and why, gosh, um, least favorite artist rappers, if I see a name, I'll know it, um, it's not really showing me any, it's not, it's not showing much, um, I don't know. Least favorite. I don't know if I have, like, I I don't mean to like give bad answers. I don't know if I have a least favorite rapper. Um, I just, I just don't really like there's people that I don't listen to, but I couldn't really like pick out a least favorite. I don't know. That's kind of hard. I don't know. I'm sorry. I can't. I can't think of one least favorite. Like, yeah, I don't know. I apologize, TJ. Yeah. I can't think of a least favorite. Like none, just even come to mind. I don't. I, I love so many of them. Even like some some old school rap. I just. I don't know. I can't. None come to mind. Unfortunately, I'm sorry, TJ. Jewish world on top though. Next. Three Up Moon asks, favorite Mr. Incredible Becoming Uncanny meme? What does that mean? Mr. Incredible. Oh, it pops up. Becoming Uncanny. Oh, this is like a meme like preset. Uh, I have not seen this before five seconds ago. Uh, I don't think I have an answer. This seems to just be like be like, be be a meme that's going around or has been or just, you know, is a thing. I've never seen that before though, so I unfortunately cannot answer which one is my favorite. It looks funny though. What a, what a gentleman, Mr. Incredible. I can't answer though, I don't know. Next, CS asks, if the next Nintendo console is not a Switch type, would you rather have it be a TV mode only or a handheld mode only? I'd probably rather have it be a TV TV mode only. Just because that way it has more power. That way it feels more like a console, not a handheld. And I prefer consoles over handhelds. And I just wouldn't want it to be a handheld only because I like the big screen. I like the big screen. And like the 3DS was cool, but you also had a Wii U to fall back on if you wanted that full screen experience. And, you know... I would just rather have the full screen. Next, SP Dicey asks, Favorite Metroid game? Favorite Metroid game? I've only ever played one Metroid Prime Remastered, and I'm not finished with it yet. So, my answer probably has to be Metroid Prime (laughs) Remastered. Next, Abraham asks, What's a video game that you really want to play, but is way too expensive due to being rare? Chibi-Robo. Chibi-Robo GameCube. That game, $200 or something like that. $200 for Chibi-Robo GameCube. Chibi-Robo GameCube. uh, If it's complete in box, $265. $200 disc only. That's insane. I really want to play it, but I unfortunately do not own it. Seven hundred bucks, factory sealed. Factory sealed is crazy. All right. Anyways, Chibi Robo. I've always wanted to play it. Never have though. Next, Babe. Start the Hummer. Asks scariest thing in a video game. Probably when the Mario sixty four piano bites at you. That's probably probably the 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 most uh, sc- the scariest thing I've ever seen. Next what's your most wanted game for the switch at this point favorite or most wanted rather i think it's probably like if i could have a dream game i think it's an animal crossing new leaf port 3ds to the switch if they could make that i would i think i would seriously cry i think i would And they, and they like announce it in a direct with like some nostalgic new leaf music. I mean, come on, come on. I would, I would cry. And then finally, what's the best video game story you've ever experienced? Sorry. Finally, as in like, uh, this person asked three questions. We have a few more after this. What's the best video game story you've ever experienced? Video game story. I think that is Skyward Sword. And that is kind of why, uh, Zelda Skyward Sword is my favorite game story was on point. It was on point. That's kind of why it is my second favorite game. On point. Ruby Gem says, "Thanks Max. I got Breath of the Wild as you said I should in episode 27, and it's just as good as as advertised." Awesome, Ruby. That that is on point. Breath of the Wild is so good. I'm glad that you're enjoying it. Awesome, awesome. And I'm glad that my recommendation went through well. Next, Luigi Bro is 4321 asks asks what is your favorite YouTuber? Who is your favorite YouTuber? Uh, I don't have one. I, I probably don't watch a lot of the YouTubers that you think I do. Like, I don't really ever watch Nintendo YouTube. Not, you know, not, not really. Like, I'm, I I pay attention, but I don't really ever watch. Um, nothing against, you know, any other Ninten- Nintendo YouTubers. I just, I don't know. I just have other interests too. And so I tend to watch, you know, like UFC YouTubers, which is obviously a cage fighting organization, uh, which is pretty much just like ex-fighters that talk about the UFC. Um, Example, Michael Bisping. Example, Chael Sonnen. You can Google those channels. Those are the ones I watch a lot. Um, I watch those guys a little too much. Uh, I like to watch, he's not a YouTuber per se. I watch Joey Diaz. Uh, he does a podcast on his YouTube channel. Love that guy. Um, yeah, those are probably the top three. I don't really watch any other YouTubers that you might think that I watch. Those are the main three though. Next, Crazy Chocks asks, should I get Breath of the Wild on the Switch if I already have it on the Wii U? It's very glitchy and sometimes freezes. I'd say yes. I I I would say so. I'd say so just because it's such an upgrade from the 720p to the 1080 to the great Switch graphics. It's such an upgrade and it won't be glitchy. Shouldn't freeze and you can take it anywhere. I think it's probably worth it. Probably, and you'll have it forever. Uh, at, whereas the Wii U, you know, these Wii U's are, are memory corrupting recently, you know, whatever they're not doing very well. They're not, their, their, their health status isn't very great. You know, I say, get it on the switch next, uh, crazy, crazy chalks also asks also what is, which is your favorite ever console, including game and watch favorite ever, sorry, Nintendo console. My favorite Nintendo console is... The Wii U. Favorite and probably always will be. I think it'll forever be my favorite. Next, second to last question. Gregory asks, what is the most overrated and underrated Mario game in your opinion? Oh, wait, did we already answer this? Overrated? Uh, I think we did favorite and least favorite. But overrated though? Um, Overrated... Honestly, no one get mad at me. Please. I think... Maybe I haven't played it enough. Maybe I've not played it enough, guys. I really was not a huge fan of Mario plus Rabbids. Kingdom Battle. Or even Sparks of Hope. I'm not a big fan of that. I don't know. Maybe I I have to replay it. But I can call that my overrated one. Underrated? Mario Sports Mix. That game... Never got enough love. It was made for the Wii. Had hockey, basketball, volleyball, and dodgeball in it. It was a mix of four sports. I mean, not, not a mix, but a game that had four Mario sports in it. And it was criminally, and I mean, it still is, criminally underrated. Where did the love go? I don't know. But you have that. And then finally, Blade Master asks, Max, do you think, by the way, Blade is uh, a moderator for the channel, close friend all these things. Max, do you think you would be in the position you are in right now without Animal Crossing? Or did the release of that game put you in the start of creating videos with videos and shorts and streaming? Super inspiring journey. Thanks for three years of content and friendship. Blade, I appreciate you. Uh, and sorry, I had prefaced it by saying he's friend and moderator because uh, I'm not sure how many, how many of you even know that I used to make Animal Crossing content. He was like... I think Blademaster found me before I even hit 100 subs, which was, like, relatively quick. It was, like, maybe two weeks into doing it. Uh, yeah. So, do I think I would be where I am without the release of Animal Crossing New Horizons? I don't think so. Because without that game, I it was during lockdown... That game released, and I thought I could easily make some videos on that game while I had so much time on my hands. Without that game releasing, I probably would have just laid in bed all day and not have made any YouTube videos. Might I have done YouTube at a different point in my life? I don't even know if I would have. I don't know if I would have been brave enough to do it. Like, it was almost like an accident. Like, I just kind of made the videos because I because I, I saw... Similar videos getting tons of views. And I was like, I can do that. These videos are such low quality. I can make these videos. So I started with Animal Crossing New Horizons and it led me here. So probably not. I probably would not be where I am without the the release of Animal Crossing New Horizons. It's crazy how one game changed my life. One game seriously changed it. It changed everything. That's crazy. But that is all the questions. This podcast has run long, huh? hour and 40. That's my longest podcast ever. Wow. It might be like a bit less than that because I've like had bathroom breaks in in between segments. So maybe maybe it's like 139 or something like that. But wow, I've been here for a minute, huh? Wow. Okay. So it's almost four o'clock as of um, finishing up. I'm going to eat some dinner soon. I'm going to edit the podcast. The, the, The good thing is I needed no cuts for this podcast. I stuttered, but I like guys, I have a stutter. It's not as severe as others, so I don't want to I don't want to like you know, kind of say that I have it the worst, but that's kind of why I make frequent cuts in the podcast because it's like really bad sometimes. Today was it was it was all right. Uh, but sometimes it's way worse than other times and that's, that's kind of why I have to cut the, the podcast a lot, but it wasn't bad today. Thank gosh. And I'm, I'm working every single day, like on ways to overcome it and getting and totally just get rid of it. Hopefully it'll be gone with, with time. I think with time it, it goes away, but we'll see. We'll see. It's kind of hard to be a stuttering podcaster, but you might not even notice. I mean, I don't know. Maybe you think it's just normal, normal human, vocal trip ups. I don't know. and know, uh, whatever. But that is it for the Mario Matter episode of 30. I almost said 40 because it's it's an hour and 40. I I, I had the number 40 in my head for too long. Episode 30. Thank you all so, so much for watching, listening, subscribing, following, giving this podcast a positive rating on Spotify or on Apple. I really appreciate you all so much. Let's go ahead and give a shout out to our YouTube channel. Channel members, if, if you want to become a channel member, the link is, 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 ugh, the link is in the description of the podcast, of the YouTube description, all these places. Thank you to It's Kate, Carter Crossing, Pal EX, Hippo1273, Abraham Belts, Alonzo, Jeremy Rivera, Heisenberg TSG, and HyperDude all for being a channel member for just $1.99 every single month you can get crazy cool perks. Do you know what said perks might just include? Do you even know? Guys, you can use custom emojis in my comment section. You have a cool badge next to your name. If you remember for long enough, you can have a funky Kong badge next to your name. You get shout outs at the end of videos, except for shorts. Unreleased YouTube shorts and videos of mine. I posted an unreleased short that I'd never made public to my members the other day, and you even get access to some of my recording sessions while I make YouTube shorts. So all for two bucks a month, you get all this content. If you're loving you some some M-Swizzle, I don't get why you wouldn't. But anyways, that is it. I love you all so much. I will try to beat Metroid Prime Remastered by the next episode, but that'll be in the hands of whether I have enough time and whether I am smart enough. Anyways, that is all. I love you all so much. I'll see you all in the next podcast and in these following YouTube shorts. I'll see you all then. Take care. Don't trip. Don't jump over fences. Go and high five somebody right now. And I'll see you all next Wednesday. Adios.